0: Hello, everyone. Hi. Welcome to Cracker Classics, weekly podcast in which Joshua over there. Hi. And some other dude. I think that's you. Name's not important.
1: Ian.
0: Yay, you remembered. Yay. I never remember names. Me too. I don't know my own name. (laughs) Uh, We take a classic movie and watch it, see if it sucks today or has always sucked, you know.
1: We just didn't realize it back then. Um... (laughs) <laughs> uh, i have no idea what we're getting ourselves sure into what we're gonna yeah um yeah i, I got here because i watched Grumpier old men and was like god damn i like burgess meredith what else has he been in <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why this caught my attention maybe it's the scary drag queen on the poster um <laughs> but it looks like a movie it's definitely a movie yes
0: this week we are watching the day of the Locust.
1: it's another yet another movie about 1930s hollywood
0: that sounds biblical yes <laughs> there's a few of those it sounds all biblically and <laughs> epic, but it's just about hollywood
1: projecting a little bit i guess or it sounds biblical and epic and is just boring and stupid mm-hmm um, but yeah, we have Burgess Meredith. Greatest story ever told. Yeah, um, that's different. That wasn't Hollywood. <laughs> Still, it sounded biblical and epic and was just boring as shit, so...
0: Well, but here, we have Karen Black, along with Burgess Meredith, and Donald Sutherland playing I know. Homer Simpson.
1: Yes, <laughs> that's right. I did see that. <laughs> I saw that, yeah. Uh, no relation, I'm sure. Uh, we shall see. Uh, yeah. Is it pilot cop show Homer Simpson or release cop show Homer Simpson?
0: (laughs) I have no idea. The little bit I read about this movie, I I get the vibe that it's kind of like fame without the music. Yeah. That there's all of these people who come to L.A. to make it big and then, you know, life happens.
1: Oh, God, is this Requiem for a Dream Without the Drugs? possibly um <laughs> that feels, um. feels a little
0: more in depth than this is going to be because you know that was surrounding addiction and the various kinds of addiction and how form. Well, we what could is take fame forward. if not an addiction well that was really just the one kind of addiction the addiction of i'm hot shit and i want everyone <laughs> to know it requiem it was more subtle than it was you know Addiction to TV, and winning things, and also drugs. Lots and lots of drugs. (laughs) Uh, But that's way too recent of a movie. We're talking (laughs) the Day of the Locust, 1975. Yep. 1930s Hollywood. Yay. Why was Hollywood so good in the 30s when nothing else was?
1: Uh, Well, uh, thinking about it, I'm wondering if it's like the whole... It's Hollywood's adolescence and teenagers are inherently interesting. because um, hmm. it's the transition from silence to talkies and so that's like hitting puberty for movies. <laughs> um yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. So it's that whole like awkward phase where they're getting used to new things. they figuring shit out. Yeah. yeah. And As and opposed always... to
0: today where they just absolutely know exactly what they're doing. <laughs> Oh no, we're, we're
1: in old people days of movies now, where they're stuck in their ways and ain't nothing you can do to tell them different. And
0: so we're just good to same thing <laughs> over and over again. Yeah,
1: yeah, I buy that. That tracks. <laughs> but yeah, we're we're addicted to watching the train wreck of adolescence. So. And making movies about the train wreck of adolescence
0: years later. Wow. Since this was the 70s, but it takes place in the 30s. Well, I mean, why do you think it's the, the old people looking back on so their well. adolescence?
1: Why, well, why is Christmas Story such a classic? God, I hate that well, movie. that's nostalgia, yeah. <sighs>
0: it's purely nostalgia. This is how I remember life back then. Wasn't it great? I was a yeah. kid. I didn't have to worry about anything. It was wonderful. Can we go back to that? <laughs> I don't know if that's going to come up here.
1: I don't... I have no idea. I really don't know what we're getting ourselves uh, yeah, into. I, I just know it's two and a half hours long. And there's, more than that? More than that. It's like two and a half, yeah. A little more. But there's, like, elements of horror,
0: I was reading. Yeah, like,
1: all the descriptions are, like, comedy, suspense, horror, <laughs> drama, like... They just throw everything together and make a movie? Or? I kind
0: of got the vibe. There's like a design motif that sort of touches in the horror realm. And I don't know, the story itself might not actually be horror-esque. But it might be to those of you who want to be famous and failed. I don't know. See? We're just going to have to watch <laughs> and find out.
1: Uh, we should probably get to it then. All righty. Let's uh, we'll, go do that then. We'll be back for intermission impressions and... Maybe a plague. We'll see it's if there's really a locust good. in here or not.
0: Hopefully, a plague. I like plagues. Mm-hmm. You got 10 to choose from, though. We'll see what
1: we get. Frogs! I want frogs! Grab it. So, what the hell have you gotten us into? I have I'm... no <laughs> fucking clue. What is this? <laughs> um, we should have gotten the hint with Karen Black. Um, well. I forget what she does. I love her dearly. She's good. Wow.
0: But what she brings and what Donald Sutherland brings, (sighs) I get the horror ass. And William Atherton, like (laughs) I'm still figuring him out. I don't. I don't know.
1: I wow. (laughs) Then there's Billy Barty running around. It's just love it. (sighs) Yeah. I don't know what the fuck it is, but I, yeah.
0: I'm not sure what's going on (laughs) here. We've got Karen Black being poison through and through, and she's getting worse. Yeah. And just wrote down her line, I'm so sick of your sponging, right after she went, cigarette me. Yeah. Match me. Gimme, gimme, gimme. I'm sick of your sponging. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. And yeah, she's just a big tease.
1: Maybe, yeah. Gotta love that her dad calls her a cock tease. Mm-hmm. That's uh... well, it,
0: it's Burgess <laughs> Meredith, and he's I love him. He's not full of shit. He acts like he's full of shit because he knows <laughs> that that's how you yep. get jobs in Hollywood. But yep. when the makeup's gone, he's not full of shit. <sighs> Unlike his daughter, who's just through and through <laughs> full of shit. <laughs> Oh, God. It means she fits in in Hollywood. Yeah. Just not enough to get good roles or anything. Yeah. Mm. Everyone's just really weird in here.
1: Yeah, this is utterly bizarre thus far.
0: There's this strange love triangle with the cowboy dude.
1: That's what I thought. And then they went and had chicken and tequila. Was it Chicken. I don't know if it was chicken. It was small birds. It was really tiny. It was like quail or Maybe. something. I don't know. But a so um, newspaper. <laughs> yeah.
0: Did I derail your thought? I'm sorry. I...
1: No, it's all right. It's you thought. Like it was... I thought it was just the three, but it just seems more and more like she just cultivates male attention.
0: Well, yeah, she likes the attention and. Hopefully one of these days, one of the men she's getting attention from will do something for
1: her that she wants. I don't even think that's why she's doing it. No? I think she just enjoys the power.
0: Well, that could be it, too. Yeah. I have this I'm-using-you-everyone-around-me vibe, though. Oh, you're not gonna give me what
1: I want, then, uh, you off to the side, William Atherton? I don't think it's about getting what she wants. I don't think she even knows what she wants. (laughs) Fair enough. I Um, think it's about the ability to get them to do for her. Just having
0: that control. Yeah. She knows that she can, and so she's going to do it. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, Can I just say, though, in a movie that takes place in Hollywood with a lot of debauchery, it's all hetero. And that is not based in reality, even for the 30s.
1: Yeah. The 30s is when they started putting up the veneer, but...
0: Well, yeah, but it was still going on. Yeah. And we're in smoky back rooms watching stag films, and it's just a bunch of straight people. Sorry. Fiction. (laughs) (laughs) So William Atherton, he claims he's in love, but he's just infatuated obsessed. Well, it's reaching that point, yes. Tequila will do that. I think it's been
1: there. (laughs) I think it's been there from the get-go. I think he was obsessed from the moment he laid eyes on her. I
0: could see that. It was a convenient relationship that seems to have blossomed rather quickly, and then all of a sudden things get in the way, other men. It's because she's teasy. Mm -hmm. and, uh... And he doesn't want the tease, he doesn't want the foreplay, he just wants it right now. Wow.
1: All of it. Her... Whatever comes with her, even dad, but he doesn't want everything that comes with her because he doesn't want the other men.
0: He's learning what us comes with her, and that's a problem. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> this is a strange. Caricature, is that
1: what we'd go with? I have no idea. <sighs> I am da. <Duh. laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know where we're going with this. And, and now we have another, we have Simpson, Homer Simpson.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, and I can't he's, help but laugh every time I hear the name. It just, yeah. I know when they made this movie that that didn't exist yet, but it just ruins something.
0: There's a comic <sighs> value to his character, though yes it is so the name just start dad's a little bit yeah yeah <laughs> but it's another weird dude who wants Karen black and he's being the weirdest of them all yeah and i don't know what that means i have no clue and he was given top billing at the beginning yeah his name came up first so what does that mean how big of a part in the plot is he going to play in this second part the biggest? I guess. But in what? We don't even know what he does, except break
1: shit. And yeah. Twitch. That was bizarre. I'm still not sure how he broke that glass. And how he broke it in such a small way.
0: In a subtle way that no one really noticed.
1: Yeah. It-
0: I don't know. There's lots to this movie that it doesn't really make sense or add up. No, um, it it's sort of I get the vibe that it isn't supposed to. Yeah, it, yeah, it just paints the picture of well, this is Hollywood and that's how things are. There's weird shit, weird people, and they
1: do weird things. Yeah, there's definitely a um, cultivated unsettlingness,
0: mm-hmm. which makes sense because this is a John Schlesinger film. He did Midnight Cowboy, uh... so. There's a lot of. Uh, this is the world the way it is. Look at it. I don't know, but this is the world. Uh, <laughs> it's sort of like, no, it's I get just what sort you're... of thrown on the screen like a can of paint. Yeah. In a Jackson Pollock way, and it's like that—that's what it is. There you go. That's my movie. Yeah. Okay. Of... What are we supposed to get out of it, John?
1: Isn't it obvious? No, 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 no fucking isn't. John. It's not. Um, it really fucking isn't.
0: Joss explains the homoeroticism that's totally in here, but it's not being touched on at all. Where? Like, mainly the cowboy and, and William Atherton. Uh, so there's definitely w- moments in there. Maybe I'm just reading into it, because this is Hollywood, and there's got to be a little gayness. But there's been absolutely no gayness. I, I, I think it's you conspicuous are. It's a its absence.
1: I'm not picking up anything. Okay. Like, you're trying to find it... Because you're like, it's it kind of should, should to be, be there, there. But it's not. It really, really should. Yeah. It is just not.
0: You're probably right. There's bits to this that give enough cabaret vibes, though, of, you know, there's this performance that bleeds off the stage and into real life. It's just not as good as cabaret. <laughs> no, it's not. Because it was more, cabaret was more real. Yeah. This is more drug trip despite there not being drugs, aside from just a lot of drinking.
1: This is more selling that furniture polish or whatever the hell it is.
0: Yeah, it's it's a lot more of an act, and I'm not buying it. it,
1: It's a production. It very much Mm -hmm. feels like a production. Mm -hmm. Which So did Midnight Cowboy, so... Yeah. I mean, there's a place for a well-done production, just not in front of me. And... not finding this well done. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> there's been some cool production <clears throat> stuff. You know, yeah. some of the scene cuts and transitions and whatnot. Yeah,
1: that was the first time I saw a, a, a bouncing downward slide wipe. That like, was cool.
0: And when they're walking down the the mountain and sunset bleeds in.
1: Yeah, that oh, was, that kinda, was cool. kinda cool. The stylism is definitely unique.
0: Gives off a thirties vibe, definitely.
1: Yep. But the sum is less than the total of its parts. Yeah, it's all
0: for show. Yeah. It looks cool. It's not really a
1: story here, but it looks cool. Pretty much, yeah. Because what is our story? So it is Requiem for a Dream. Ah! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: Less obsession True. Requiem for a
1: Dream than there is here.
0: That's saying something.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's,
0: uh... Um yeah i don't know i get the feeling that you know it's all a show and it's all the veneer and that's the point of the whole story because that's hollywood and everything in hollywood has a veneer to it and it's all just for show and that's my movie i'm john schlesinger
1: that's why i made you sit for two and a half hours um
0: i hope i'm not pissed off at the end of this i didn't feel like i'm going to (laughs) be
1: Um, yeah, and I've definitely seen Unsettling done much better, mm-hmm. um, yeah.
0: Yeah, I I get the horror
1: aspect, but it's not really doing anything for me, there's not that unsettling. I've... Well, it's unsettling, but you're right, there's no depth to it, mm-hmm. it's just a surface level, level creep, and it's...
0: Of, oh, wow, you're an
1: awful person. Who's afraid of Virginia Woolf? um well, that's, there's a little bit of that with her and her dad. That kind of brought it home, though. I'm kind of hoping this does. I mean, we'll have to see. It's yeah. I don't know. I'm, I, yeah, we got to give. <clears throat> the only way out is through. So... <laughs> so. <laughs> we are in too deep at this point. <laughs> if you find yourself in hell, keep walking. <laughs> <laughs> That's why there's a locust. <laughs> we'll be back for our curtain call. And, um... Frogs! Yeah, probably. At this point. <laughs> <sighs> the fuck
0: was that? Uh
1: good answer (laughs) wait i'm not done oh god Uh, just like this movie uh, (laughs)
0: Um, (sighs) um, okay i'm not sure where to begin here um
1: uh i'm not sure we did begin or if it's even actually over (sighs) or are we in in the crowd? Are we of the crowd? Or are we watching from behind the spotlights? Or he, he didn't draw us though <laughs> early on. So we're
0: not a part of it. We're not we, part of that foreshadowing. I guess. all of a sudden he's psychic now. And he predicted I guess the day of the locusts where um uh, trying to find uh, the, point, the meaning. Um, so, the movie premiere, that was his movie that he was working about Waterloo was it? and stuff. I think that's the only assumption I can really make here is that. It was
1: The Buckaroo. The was, Buccaneer. Or The Buccaneer? That doesn't sound like a Waterloo movie. No, but why the fuck would all of this happen with
0: all of our characters showing up to a premiere of an entirely different movie that
1: we have had nothing to do with the whole time because it's just about hollywood and, and hollywood is interchangeable like come on uh, i i guess <laughs> um
0: but there was this sort of curse assumption that was starting to, I, I, hang on i'm trying <laughs> to, i'm working here i got All right, nothing else talk it out Let's... Just trying to talk it out. <laughs> so it was, he was working on his movie about Waterloo. Yeah. And all that we know, really, is that there was one scene involving the Battle of Waterloo. And they didn't f- finish building the set with the hill where they run up. And they
1: run up, and caves in, and many people injured. No one dies, though. Which was shocking. This is 30s Hollywood. You expect at least a dozen deaths.
0: Yeah, I I would have believed it if someone had died and they did the exact same thing of
1: well, <clears> cover but up. then you don't have the line would it have been different if someone died? Uh which was kind of uh expository, I guess. Yeah,
0: I found, I would have found it more believable if someone had died and they had done all of that. And then that would have just been part of that sort of scorched earth feeling that we're supposed to be left with i think the end of this movie is that's just one more notch towards that
1: everything hollywood touches dies yeah but you can't give him the whole incredulous like would it have been different if someone died like i feel like the director felt that was very important (laughs) Is, is that just to
0: show his numbing to what's going on around Kinda. him because it's sort of where we were going until the movie premiere when all of a sudden he he expressed uh care for homer ran back to his car and then i guess forgot about him i don't know what and happened there the like of people and then tried to get with karen black because oh look she's over there hi karen black i'm gonna try Wait, and make my way over, on to over here, there you know. and Oh, my God, Homer Simpson would have had to tap and put him down.
1: Well, somebody needed to stomp that little shit. Um.
0: It, yes, but oh, my God. <laughs> like, a kid just needed a smack in the face or a kick in the ass, not a stomping. Not a death a stomping. Chase. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I for a moment, I thought Homer was going to lose it in just the right way where he would, like, build up this confidence and, you know, put someone in his place, even if it was a little kid. At least a little kid because had come Because you're an
1: optimist.
0: Because I wanted more of a point to this movie.
1: The point is, there is no optimism. It's all terrible.
0: Uh, I, okay. And a- everyone close to Karen
1: Black just dies and is destroyed because of her... Yep, and then she bounces into the apartment complex at the end and looks in the window of Atherton's apartment, sees the flower that should have been dead a long time ago that he put up on the wall when he moved in. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's where it ends, because that makes sense.
0: Because out of decay, a flower grows. I don't think so. So there's still hope for Hollywood?
1: I, I don't fucking know. Like maybe someone should explain this to me and then it might make sense but if, I, if no <laughs> sorry <laughs> like I've seen movies that kind of throw this just just keep chucking terrible shit at you and like actually come to something that feels cathartic is probably the closest word I can come up with. I mean like mm. I I appreciate filmmakers like Lars von Trier and Casper Noe. And they do some depressing fucked up shit. Mm-hmm. This feels like a very, very early attempt at what they end up doing. <laughs> yes. Um someone had to pave the way I guess, but this doesn't land in the way that some of those other films do.
0: I, I don't know. This This very much gives off a sellout vibe of... The industry that I work in is toxic and destructive. You should pay me money to go see this movie that I made about it. Yeah, yeah, kind of. There's kind of a feeling that I'm getting, and just that would have been fine if there was more to this story. Like, I would have been fine with it. I would have pointed out that hypocrisy. Yeah. You know, it's an interesting tidbit. But in the end, it's just crap. Yeah. There's attempts at giving character depth, but in the end, it's all just obsession over one woman who knows
1: it. A caricature of a woman. Exactly.
0: She's not even a full developed character. Because no one really is in this movie, with the possible exception of Homer...
1: No, and he's not totally him. a caricature of the, yeah. Yeah. He just wants her to be happy. That's his only character trait. That's true. That's he, he. He's this kind of meek, unassuming man that only wants Faye to be happy, and that's all there is to him. Mm-hmm. Um, and she breaks him, and then he breaks Jackie Earl Haley. Uh, yeah,
0: he loses the tiny grip he had on reality to begin with and uh, i just can't shake this feeling of how most of these men's lives were okay until karen black came into it and is that the feeling i'm supposed to walk away with is your life is fine until you get a woman involved in it i don't know it sort um, of the
1: vibe i get
0: and you get the feeling at the end that all the men are dead yeah and it's just karen black who's left yeah. And the flower in the crack in the wall. Yep. Um, what, what is that supposed to mean?
1: Yeah, it, I don't know, there's a lot. Are you
0: filled with existential dread? No, not at all. Okay, good. Just checking.
1: Just another thought of might
0: maybe it's supposed to be that.
1: No. I mean, I could see that it might have been trying to do that. Maybe. But it didn't. Like I said, I've watched some fucked up depressing movies <laughs> that left me with something. Yeah. This did not leave me with anything.
0: Except confusion. Frustration. And frustration, yeah. Just like, why? Why did you do this? Mm-hmm. It... Mm. Two and a half hours. And yeah, we did descend into
1: hell. But why? Yeah. What for? Um... Yeah. If the purpose of art is to evoke emotion, you failed.
0: Well, not exactly. Emotion was evoked. It's I'm annoyed. Not the you I am were annoyed. To evoke.
1: <laughs> it's not exactly. Yeah, um, I feel like my time was wasted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not entirely because the performances were great. That's good acting. Burgess Meredith was great. Oh, Burgess Meredith. And then he had to beautiful. die at the halfway uh, yeah. point. Um,
0: and then that makes things
1: weird in life. Well, see, when the clown dies, that's when everything goes to hell. Oh, is that that? (laughs) what... I didn't think of that. I guess. Maybe. Like, (laughs) that just popped into my head. Maybe that's... I don't fucking know.
0: That's only if you weren't paying attention before the clown died. (laughs) It's not like we were in heaven to begin with. True. Um, Yeah. We we did have a drunk (laughs) William Atherton show up at the funeral and go, do you know what syphilis does to your face? (laughs) So um, yes, yes, she's kind of going the brothel route.
1: Wait, when did they find penicillin?
0: Forties. But there's. So I thought
1: a... penicillin was like the twenties, but well, yeah, it might have been. I'm gonna have to look that up now. Continue. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so she decides to go the the whorehouse route, as you do, and the man in her life that she. Doesn't exactly want in our life, but does want in their life. They don't like it. And I... Uh, there's just so many loose
1: threads to this movie that I don't understand. Yeah. I'm... Penicillin was discovered in 1928. Oh. Uh, it was not purified and isolated until 1940, though. That's probably so, I yeah. was It's was right there. in that tiny little window between the discovery and the utilization. But it takes years for syphilis to reach that point, so she True. would have been fine. But when but... you're trying to convince <laughs> someone that you want to have but control over to do something, not...
0: <laughs> you're going to say whatever you think's going to work. You don't
1: know it would be fine. Like yet. when
0: Karen Black said all that shit to Homer Simpson.
1: I uh, that was pure abuse. Yeah, she was not not a good person. No, at all. And all the men,
0: well, not all of them, but at least Atherton and and Homer felt they could fix her, help her. Yeah. Either that, or she was perfect as it was. I can't decide. Was so I gathered and obsessed over her as if she was perfect, and? Continued on that route? At least Homer realized eventually that she's not perfect, and it just destroyed him. Yeah. Uh, I don't Uh, know how I'm supposed to feel about this movie, and that's a problem.
1: It's not a good movie. (laughs) Not necessarily. I've watched some good movies that left me with more questions than answers. True, but I don't think that was the idea here. This has left me with more questions than answers, but... I don't care about the questions. That's true. Like, I'm done with it. I'm over it. <laughs> I'm ready to move on. Move
0: um, on to the next plague.
1: <laughs> frogs!
0: No frogs. Oh. So we didn't even have a locust. Well... At least firstborn son was killed. <laughs>
1: Lord, I, yeah.
0: Um, I guess the damn child star was just Chekhov's gun. I guess. I mean, he was he showed up real early. Didn't yep. get it. Why is this kid here? Why is he such a dick? Because he's going to die. Cause Cause he's going to die and bring about hell <laughs> on, right in front of Gromit's theater. <laughs> Maybe that's the moral of the story. Don't have child stars because they just send Hollywood to hell. <laughs>
1: Only when they're killed. Don't kill child stars. Just kill them inside. God, <laughs> <laughs> We're getting as dark as this movie. Uh, Maybe it is affecting us. Um, shit. Uh, yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was kind
0: of with it with this painting of a stark reality of, Oh, you know, this is Hollywood and these are the people... You may worship and adore these people on screen, but this is the real life yeah. that goes on. But then it just went way past reality into some coke-fueled dream. I, I don't know. I, I had my hopes
1: that this was going to pull it out in the end. So did I, at least you know. as much as Virginia Wolf.
0: See, Virginia Wolf, I really liked, and I get it. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like, it leaves me with a,
1: it not a you, good feeling, it was, it was, it, but it's a potent, real yeah, feeling. There was something feeling. to it. Exactly. Yeah, there, but this is, there's nothing. Yeah. Frustration and void. And that's not enough to, yeah. No.
0: I'm done trying to figure this movie out, because I don't think it's possible. You look like you're still trying to
1: over there. Now I'm trying to find a way to jokily segue into our Patreon, but I can't figure it out. <laughs> Something like, um... If you want to preserve Hollywood from going into <laughs> hell, don't give
0: them money. Give us money instead.
1: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> if, if, if you want to alleviate the futility of us watching this film, give us money on Patreon. I don't fucking... There we- go. <laughs> Just pay us. Patreon.com slash Cracker Classics. We've got a website, CrackerClassics.com.
0: There's a Twitter, too, at Cracker Classics. We'll see you next week. Yeah, for something better. Hopefully. Maybe. No guarantees. Yeah. Don't kill your firstborn. At least Mm, not on purpose. Must
1: they're like that? I don't know. (laughs) Kid didn't deserve death.
0: I'm sorry. His mom might have. Maybe. But... Not the kid.
1: (laughs) Alright, I'm done. Me too. Thank you for... Bye.